Love is in the air. Welcome back to the High Value Man Conversation. This is episode 30, and this is a very special episode, my friends, my lovers, my men on a mission to become better Romeos in your life with all those beautiful Juliets out there. This is the Valentine's Day edition. Welcome back. So excited to have you guys here. This conversation is all about my favorite four-letter word, love. Love, my friends. And the reason for this particular episode, not only because Valentine's Day is next week. Reminder, if you've forgotten, it's on February 14th. That's next Tuesday when this episode drops. But also because I got a DM from your wife. Yeah, your wife sent me a DM and it's not the first time your wife sent me a DM. So I'm just here as a friendly reminder to remind you, my high value man, that your wife is messaging handsome, bearded, tattooed, jacked and fit men online. And so I'm here to share a message with you on this Valentine's Day Eve, all about life and love from the standpoint of your woman. I'm going to share with you a DM that your wife sent me. And like I said, it's not the first time she sent me a message like this. My husband has no idea that I'm reaching out to you. He follows your account, but I don't think he follows or reads anything that you put out. He is such a Pam that passive aggressive man. He hasn't taken me on a date in years. He's always working. His work is his mistress. He never looks up from his phone. He's always watching TV and he is not the same man that I married. We have two kids together and he's been a horrible example for both of them. I know he's not happy either. I don't know what to do. We've tried counseling, therapy, church, but nothing ever sticks. I'm always the one taking the lead. Do you have any advice for me? It makes me sad to get messages like this. And like I said, this is not the first time that your wife or your woman has sent me a message or for that matter, sent another man a message that's sharing a message of being a better man. Because the ones that notice it the most are the ones closest to us when we're not living in alignment to the promises we made when we brought them into our life. Men, you used to put in the work. You used to put in the work and the dating and the courting. At the beginning of the relationship, you put in the effort, the energy to pursue the heart of your woman. You were curious and you were committed to overcome all obstacles to get to know her. No matter what showed up in your path, you were committed and you were curious to figure out how you were going to deepen the relationship with your desired beauty. But something happens in the relationships with many men or they just stop putting in the effort, the energy, the enthusiasm, the excitement. They stop courting that queen and they wonder why she starts wandering, wanting and wishing for someone else to support her, to love her, to nurture her, to protect her, to provide for her. And we wonder why 50% of marriages are initiated in divorce by the women on the other side. That's a pretty shocking statistic that should get you to pay attention. Man, this is a call to action on this loving day right before Valentine's Day to remind you that if you are not matching, meeting, and exceeding the promises that you made at the beginning of your relationship, 
she's probably looking for more. Now, I'm not supporting divorce. I'm not supporting it. We end relationships simply because you get off track. But I am asking the men that are listening to wake the fuck up, my friends. We have a responsibility to lead from the front. We have a responsibility to be the examples in our fitness, our faith, our family, our finances, to have the vision and clarity of where we're taking those around us, to lead by example, to be decisive, to be good stewards of all the gifts that God has given us, and to most importantly, to honor the promises we've made. And so many men make promises at the beginning of a relationship that they never follow through with once they get into the meat of it. Work becomes the mistress. The priorities of someone else's profit becomes the main focus of the week. And the problem behind that is we end up leaving so many people behind and the women are often dealing with it. I have received an innumerable amount of messages similar to this as soon as I started posting content talking about men being of value to stop the PAM problem. Inside of the project, I know for a fact each and every instructor has received messages similar to this. How do we get our guys to wake up? Well, the truth of the matter is that it's so sad, but it is a truth, is that most men don't pay attention until that divorce, that death, that diabetes, or some tragic life experience happens that actually shakes them out of the sleepwalk that they've been in. But it's Valentine's Day, and I'm going to pray into the power of love that all of the commercialization of the cupids and the roses and the flowers that you can't miss, you can't miss will remind you to put that same intentionality into this season of your relationship as you did in the beginning. Men, remember how hard you fought for your woman's heart in that first three months, that first six months, in the very beginning, the promises you made to that beautiful woman you cared about? What would happen if you actually showed up and exceeded those expectations on a regular basis and were reminded of yourself that it is up to you to truly take point, take charge, and be that guy that you said you're going to be. What would happen if you led her the way that you lead yourself in your business or your other relationships? How would that show up in regards to a supportive environment at home? I'm sharing this, my friends, because messages like this break my heart. Because the person at home should be your number one biggest advocate. She gets to see you at your best and your worst. She should be your number one cheerleader and champion. So excited to celebrate your success, to encourage and support you, not messaging another man to get some help and attention for how she can have a better relationship at home. I hope this wakes some of y'all up. And I also want to share with you a couple easy tools to start bringing that fire back, not just on February 14th, but every single day after that, my friends. All right. So my advice for this uh, Mrs. Jones at home who is struggling to deepen the relationship with her man. Well, first and foremost, I'd have him listen to this podcast, have him listen to this podcast and just gently share it with him that the high value man conversation, the accelerator that we put on the crash course for men on a mission to become better versions of themselves. One of the things we talk about is be able to win that relationship by wooing our woman constantly. The relationship at home is one of the most fundamental relationships we have to deepen. We have to truly strengthen. We have to pour into because it is our responsibility to fight for her heart, to lead her at home. That is the first battle that God gave us. If you remember 
the story of Adam and Eve. In the beginning, God made man, and from the perfection that he built man, he built woman. Two became one in that Garden of Eve when everything was perfect, before the fall of man, before that first sin, before everything started to break down, was man and woman, that first true relationship. So this is really the first battle that we need to fight for. Before you think about pursuing for more profit in your business, before you think about taking on the next big chapter and the next big thing you want to achieve, the next mountain you better climb, you better first hope that relationship at home is fostered, conditioned, is built on a foundation of love and respect and trust. And so you got to check in with that relationship. And so, man, if you have the courage to truly, truly fight for the first and most important relationship you're ever going to have, that one that you choose to spend life with, start by step one and asking your woman how you're doing. Straight up, how am I doing? Showing across my leadership with my faith, my fitness, my family, and my finances. Do you feel like I have my priorities straight? Ask that question and then shut the fuck up. If you're a man with a sack between your legs, ask that question, be willing and ready to receive the feedback from the person that you have said yes to and shut the fuck up. Yes, just take it. Take it on the chin. Listen, take some notes, in fact, and be ready to deploy the feedback that she's going to give you. Because more than likely, she's going to be able to see you through the lens of how you're showing up, not in the way that you think you are. It might hurt. It might sting. And I'm not asking you to be a punching bag for it, but I am asking you to take a firm awareness of where you're at so you can work on getting better. Whatever feedback she deploys to you, you can take it with a grain of salt. You take those notes and then you bring it to a tribe of men that can hold you accountable and also ask the questions of how much of this is true? How much of it is true based on what she said? Because she spends the most amount of intimate time with you. She's going to be able to tell you very quickly if you're showing up or slacking in very specific areas. So first start there. Once you've got an assessment of where you are now, and where the gap might be in your priorities. Now it's a matter of getting tactical and practical and doing some work. And what I suggest you do and deploy to start getting a firmer foundation of fulfillment in your family, in your relationships with the woman that you said yes to, is start to put principles in place above your personalities. Principles above your personalities. So what does that mean? Start to apply some biblical principles to your relationship. Take the relationship to church. Make Sunday a non-negotiable where you get poured into by a community of other people that prioritize the sanctity of a holy relationship. Make Sunday a non-negotiable by getting poured into by a group of people that are on path, focused on love, expanding God's kingdom, and putting principles above their personalities. So start going to church. Get that check-in with where you're at. Start going to church, make it your non-negotiable, and then take the Sunday sermon, that lesson you learn every single Sunday, and lead from the dinner table throughout the week. You get equipped with all this message on Sunday that is meant to give you and empower you the tools to be able to show up at the dinner table and lead your family. One of the biggest things I hear from the ladies when they shoot me a DM or they message me and say that they're struggling in their relationships is that their husband is not leading. The best place to lead, my friends, is when you check in at the dinner table. Put your phone aside, share the wins, create a safe place about how your kids, your family are celebrating what they're excited about. Listen intently, make sure the TV's off, 
ask those deep questions to gain more curiosity, and then share a piece of wisdom that you learned from Sunday and how you can apply it into the scripture, into the blueprint, into the way of your normal life. How powerful would that be if you sat down every single week and started to break apart the Sunday sermon and led from the dinner table? Next, what you got to do is you get to pray over your friends, your family, but most importantly, your woman. God has equipped you with the gift to truly inspire greatness and protect her with prayer. And so spend some time casting vision for the future that you're walking together in and pray over that relationship for healing, pray over that relationship for humility in the areas where you get to do better as a man, pray over that relationship for all of her dreams and hopes and desires to come true. How powerful would that be if you got to be the voice that was guiding her forward, that she could come to trust you and trust the words that you're saying because they're coming from God. How powerful would that relationship be if you got to pray over your your woman and start to create a deepening relationship based on principles rather than personality. After you've got that down, we've got your your assessment, step one, figure out where you are at in the relationship. You start to establish a routine of regular practice of your spiritual practice by attending church and being a part of the small groups and uh, applying some principles and scripture to your life. Then you're praying over your life and your wife and your relationships, and you're creating that blessing and that protection for you and her. Now, get physical with her. Yeah, get physical. And Valentine's Day is right around the corner, so all the guys are loving this idea of getting physical with their honey bunny. But I'm not talking about bumping uglies. I'm not talking about the naked physical. I'm talking about getting physical by leading her with your fitness. Go set a standard for what physicality looks like in your relationship. Go lead yourself first. Become the physical example of what she should be looking for. How you treat your body, your self-respect, tells her what you believe she deserves to be with. So here's the truth, my friend. If you are a fat, lazy slob and you look like you have not gone to the gym in several, several years, you're eating donuts for breakfast, you don't respect your physical body, and you expect your queen not to look somewhere else for a handsome, jacked, bearded man, then the truth matter is you're telling her that she doesn't deserve to be with that. You're telling her that she deserves to be with a fat slob. Is that what you want for your woman? Is that what you want your kids to look up to? Is that the type of example you want to set in your house? It shouldn't be. If you want to be a man truly leading by example, you need to lead yourself first, which means you lead your physicality. Build a body that you are proud of and proud to show off with your lady. You lead yourself first. You're going to lead her. You're going to lead everybody else. And then the last piece on this, if I was going to give you five steps on how to build that romance back into your relationship, it would be to put in the same effort that you put in on day one right now. So let this moment be the moment of inspiration, the catalyst on the eve of Valentine's Day to truly step forward into a whole new dynamic for your relationship. Put the same effort you did on that first date right now and make that your standard of pursuit for the rest of your relationship. Watch what it will do for your, not only your relationship, your dynamic, your kids, having that support at home, but watch what it'll do for you and for your heart, putting that relationship first. All right, quick recap for you. Number one, on this Eve of Valentine's Day, check in with your woman. 
How are you doing in your relationship, in your leadership across your faith, your fitness, your family, and your finances? And when you ask this question, shut the fuck up, listen, take some notes, bring that feedback and information back to a tribe of men that can help you put into tactical and practical solutions so you can get more of what you're looking for. Then take her to church. Start applying the principles of scripture rather than your personality, what you think works, because clearly it's not working if your wife's DMing me. Then read and pray over her and the relationship so you can be guided by God rather than being guided by what you think is important because it might not be working. Then get physical with her. Get physical from the standpoint of prioritizing your fitness and become the physical example and embodiment of health, fitness, nutrition, mindset, discipline, and all those great things so that you can be proud of who you are and what you're representing inside the relationship. And last but not least, always remember, put in the same amount of effort now as you did back then. All right, my friends, sending you and your loved ones so much love, so many blessings, and make sure you make this Valentine's Day a very special one. Talk to you soon. Boom. Boom.